Hey, Dr. Bill here. I'm super excited to do this next Meet the Mentor with a very dear, dear friend of mine. But before I do, let's talk about LEAP. LEAP is an entrepreneurship program for high school and college students aged 15 to 25 that we've taught for the last 16 years. What do we teach? We teach students skills to be successful in life. And the coolest thing about LEAP is that I've asked so many of my celebrity patients and business leaders to come and help, and they do. We've had Mark Wahlberg, Paula Abdul, Michael Strahan, Kathy Bates, Anthony Hopkins, Apollo Ono, Eric Garcetti, Jason Alexander. I mean, I could go on and on and on. And these people come and share the secrets of their success with our LEAP students. Typically, we get about 500 to 550 students every summer, and we literally pack them with so much information. It's like drinking from a fire hose. And one of the parts that the students love most is when we bring in these mentors. So we started this Meet the Mentor series because we didn't want this to just be a one and done week. We wanted to do it throughout the year and continue to give these students great information from great mentors to teach them how to do businesses in every field you could ever imagine. We have a surprise for you. No more UCLA, we're going to USC. I know it almost kills me to say that because I am a diehard Bruin, but they're building the Olympic Village at UCLA and they don't have room for us. We're gonna have four to 500 students. So we're gonna be Trojans for the week. We're going to USC. It will be July 21st to the 27th. And I think it will be spectacular. We already have a commitment from Sir Anthony Hopkins, who, by the way, has two amazing movies coming out this year. In December, you will see him as Sigmund Freud in Sigmund Freud. And then he's doing a movie called One Life, where he plays the... British gentleman who saved 669 Jewish children from being exterminated and derailed their train and actually got them to London. And these kids now have offspring of two to three thousand. And they honored this man. I think his name is Sir Winton. And it's just a beautiful movie. In fact, Anthony Hopkins hates to be called Anthony. He wants to be called Tony. Tony told me he thinks it's the best work he ever did. So we've got Anthony Hopkins. We've got Jason Alexander. We have Amy Adams on home uh, on hold. We have a bunch of other great business leaders. And I know it's going to be an amazing week. So go to our website, www.leapfoundation.com. Sign up now because we're going to run out of space. And with that, I'd like to introduce you to our Meet the Mentor, my dear friend, Jim Quick. Jim Quick is an internationally acclaimed authority in the realm of brain optimization, memory improvement, and accelerated learning. With over 30 years of experience, Jim has dedicated his life to helping people tap into their brain's full potential. From overcoming learning challenges as a childhood brain injury, Jim embarked on a journey with the mission to leave no brain behind. Through his teachings, Jim inspires others to unlock their inner genius, empowering them to live a life of greater power, 
productivity and purpose. This November, Jim is unveiling an expanded edition to his New York Times number one bestseller and Wall Street Journal number one bestseller, Limitless, Upgrade Your Brain, Learn Anything Faster, Unlock Your Exceptional Life. Jim's also behind the phenomenal success of the podcast, Quick Brain with Jim Quick. His podcast boasts millions of listeners and more than 60 million downloads and is a testament to his ability to connect and inspire. In collaboration with organizations like Pencils of Promise and the Unstoppable Foundation, Jim ensures that underserved children globally reserve essential resources from education to clean water and it was an honor to knight him, and this is Sir Jim Quick. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, buddy. you. So good to be here. Yeah, we've known each other a long time. Yeah, yeah, this is, uh, it's been a minute, yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, so we were like here. really young. We yeah. even lived in the same condominium complex know, for a I while. I know, I know, I'm in my 50s now, so this is, yeah, time really flies by. You know I, what, I you love... finally got older than me. <laughs> <laughs> I stopped right, a little cut, while ago. Cut, cut. <laughs> Yeah, and it's been it's been really f- amazing. What an experience to be able to sh- uh, speak at your uh, thank you. You you've events. been there, yeah. I think, three times, and yeah. the students think you're phenomenal. Well, you are phenomenal. So tell me what's happening. Yeah, um, well, I had uh, I had a, our first child this year. Oh, been, I didn't even you. know. I know, I know. He's boy, uh, girl. He's a boy, and ten months old, and it's been uh, it's quite an adventure. What's his name? His name's Leo. Yeah, he's a little lion. If you said I and, forgot, I would nah. really be upset. <laughs> Leo the lion. Yeah, huh? he's he, he's it's been it's been adventure, but um, yeah, just it, it made me even want to even double down, and it's deepened my conviction for helping people as he said, really prepare for the world that we're living in. You know, post pandemic AI distraction. You know, where we're drowning in information, help people upgrade the most important asset that they have in their careers in school, which is their mind. Yeah, so I'm excited. Your book is coming out in November. Talk about it. Yes, so uh, we have a copy right there. Uh, <laughs> I don't Let's know if see. I can read it. That would be amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's bigger than the last one. Yeah, it is. It has got all new research, and it's it's called Limitless Expanded. It's upgrade your brain, learn anything. It's faster. literally twice as thick yeah, as the it, first one, it, it, which it, I it, read. It is. Unlock your exceptional life. So we have a, a lot of great uh, research in there. Practical tools on how to study, how to improve your memory, how to focus, uh, the best uh, brain supplements, uh, uh, how to optimize your sleep, and uh, how to read faster. All the skills that I feel maybe should have been taught back in school. How did you learn all this stuff? I mean, I know as a kid you had a, a brain injury and you were yeah. challenged, but yeah. how did you like discover all this stuff? Yeah, I, I, it's interesting because at your event, I'll do this demonstration where I'll have the kids stand up and memorize, introduce themselves and I'll memorize all their names, uh, which we show you how to do. We could talk about names and faces or they'll give me like 50 or 100 words or numbers and I'll remember them forwards and backwards. But I always tell people, I don't do this to impress you, I do this to express to you what's possible because the truth is, every single person listening and watching this right now, they could do it too. They just weren't taught. See, that's how I feel about my human flag at the yeah, gym. Yes, I, I don't I've do seen, it to I've, impress people. I've seen I do, do it that. to inspire you because yes, everybody can do this, Yes, gym. this is not, yeah, and I can tell people, I've seen you do it live and uh, 
Yeah, it's not photoshopped, everyone. So he, he really does. <laughs> There's this. no strings on my feet. Yeah, there are no strings. No, There's but no I CGI. think that, that that's amazing. I mean, I think it, it is inspiring to people. But how yeah. did you actually learn so how I had, to do all this? As you mentioned, I had a traumatic brain injury when I was five. I had learning difficulties all through school. I had poor focus, poor memory. I had processing issues. When I was nine years old, I was slowing down to class. I was being teased because of it. And a teacher came to my defense and said, in front of the whole class, leave that kid alone, that's the boy with the broken brain. So that label became my limit. But I was lucky enough when I was 18 to find a mentor. And you talk about the power of mentorship, and it's great, because at your, your gathering, you, you bring people in who, and you interview people, and they speak on stage, uh, who people can learn from, and, and be inspired by, and get some instruction and some insight. So I found a mentor who really guided me through my learning journey. Uh, told me that you read to succeed, that leaders are readers. If you've seen photos of me on, if we're connected on social media and you see me with Oprah or Elon or any of these individuals, people ask how we connected. And I'll tell you, we bonded over books, right? If somebody has decades of experience, like yourself, and, and you, someone puts it, their expertise into a book and you can sit down a few days and read that book, you can download decades into days. And what a great advantage that is. So this mentor said leaders readers and gave me a pile of books to read and committed, made me commit to reading one book a week. And uh, you know, and I read it and again, I learned uh, better uh, how to really tap into my mind's power and, uh, and do little things. And then I got really curious. I started studying speed reading and ancient mnemonics and uh, you know, brain science. And I really wanted to make it practical for everybody. And I started to teach it when I was 18 years old. You know, this is well, well over 30 years ago. And one of my very first students, Bill, she read 30 books in 30 days. Can you wow. imagine that? Not no. skim or scan, but read them. And I wanted to find out not how. I know how. I taught her exactly how. I want to know why. And I found out her mother was dying of terminal cancer, was given two months, just 60 days to live. And the books she was reading were books to save her mom's life. And I got a call six months later from this young lady, and she's crying hysterically. And when she finally stops, I find out they're tears of joy. That her mother not only survived, but is really getting better. Doctors don't know how or why. Wow. The doctors are calling it a miracle, but her mother attributed 100% her recovery to her daughter, who learned it from all these books. And in that moment, I realized that knowledge is power, then learning is our superpower. And it's a superpower we all have. So my message for everyone listening is regardless of your age, your background, your career, education level, financial situation, gender, history, IQ, all of us have genius inside of us. But how much of this is actually like empirically learned and then you yeah. just teach it or versus like research that you do yeah. and find? I mean, is it so kind I, of a I mix read, of both? It, it is. We pulled on the latest research on neuroscience, adult learning theory, multiple intelligence theory, all the latest science, but also ancient wisdom. You know, I wanted to know, like, what did ancient civilizations do before there were printing presses? How did they remember things? Right. Right? And uh, even the largest chapter in Limitless is actually the chapter on memory. Uh, because I believe two of the most costly words to your life are, I forgot. You know, I forgot to do it. I forgot to bring it. I forgot that meeting. I forgot that conversation. I forgot what I was going to say. I forgot that person's name. All of that. It just creates, uh, we lose trust, we lose time, we lose credibility. But on the other side, memory could make us money, right? When you could easily, or make us meaning too. If you, when you could easily remember client information, product information, give speeches uh, without notes, learn languages, remember what you read, you just have a superpower. So this is, uh, 
done, I learned this through reading, research, and role modeling. You know, I got to spend time with geniuses and figure out that there's a method behind what looks like magic. You know, their lives, that what they produce, how they innovate, it looks like magic from the outside, but I realize there's a method behind what looks like magic. Yeah, and you know, some people are just naturally more gifted than others, but it doesn't mean that you can't develop it. I remember at a very early age, like four, I realized my one daughter, Charlie, had the most amazing memory of all. You know that little card game you play, yeah. you know, concentration, where there'll be like 50 cards and you make 25 pairs? I would play with her. She would make like 23 pairs and daddy would make like <laughs> two. Like she was like, I mean, she could remember a card flipped eight moves ago. Yeah. So I, I used to freak my friends out. They'd come over and I'd say, hey, would you play a game with my kid? I have to go do something. And they'd all feel like such losers because a four-year-old would annihilate them. Yeah. But she still has a memory like that. Yeah. It's crazy. No, I, I realized that, um, you know, some people ha are born with certain strengths, as you mentioned, certain powers, certain superpowers, if you will. Um, and also, we know that genius is not always born. It can be built through discipline, through through training. So you could actually, there's you know no such thing as a good or bad memory. There's more accurate to say there's a trained memory and an untrained memory. Like going to somebody like your kids and saying study or focus or remember this, that's like going to somebody and saying play the ukulele. To somebody who's never taken a class on how to play the ukulele before. And it's interesting, in school they teach you what, three R's, reading, writing, arithmetic, Obviously, spelling's not one of those. But what about what about recall? You know, what about retention? Socrates said, "Learning is remembering." Mm. Right. And I feel like school is a wonderful place to learn what to learn: math, history, science, Spanish. But there are zero classes on how to learn. And you know, that's one of the reasons why I wrote this book to be an owner's manual for your brain, so that you can learn anything much faster. What would you say are like two or three really important tips that people yeah. are going to learn from re reading this book? Oh my goodness, there are there's no less than five hundred. Okay, so things. give me like four. Yeah. Okay, so so just as a frame here, we focus on four areas that are critical to become limitless. Limitless is not about being perfect. Limitless is about advancing and progressing beyond what you believe is possible. So we focus on four M's to be limitless. The first one is. Before we get to the methods, one of them is the methods. I know how to focus, how to read faster, how to remember things. But you have to address people's mindset first, meaning that I believe your brain is this incredible supercomputer and your self-talk is the program it will run. So if you tell yourself, I'm not good at remembering what I read or remembering people's names, you won't remember the name of the next person you meet because you program your supercomputer not to, right? All behavior is belief driven. So the other day I was speaking down the street and we had, and people were like, somebody in the lobby was like, I'm gl so glad you're here, you're a memory coach. I'm just, I'm just not that smart. And I was like, wait, stop. If you fight for your limitations, you get to keep them. Some, yeah, it's like people the saying, argue. whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. Right, Henry Ford said that. That's, a, that's, a, that's exactly true. So our, every, all our behavior is belief-driven. In order to create a new result, you need a new behavior. In order to do that behavior, you need a belief that says that's possible. So the first section is really how to change our limiting beliefs. Uh, around our potential, what we believe is possible, what we believe we're capable of. But then once you have that, 
you could still be stuck in a box. Like everyone think about, let's make this a little workshop. Imagine you're not, you feel limited, you're in a box. That box is three dimensional. There are three forces that contain that box. These are three forces that will liberate you. The first dimension is the mindset. But somebody could have a limitless mindset and still be stuck in that box because they need the second M, which is motivation. Right? Sometimes people are just not motivated to work out. True. You know, some people are not motivated to study. They're not motivated to, you know, to, to meditate, whatever it happens to be. So we have a formula in here for limitless motivation that's uh, purpose times energy times small, simple steps. So we literally show you that motivation is not something you have, it's something you do by tapping into more purpose, like you talk about. You know, with, with what you, we, were, we were having this conversation, you know, before we started filming, that it's, uh, for, for, the, for the nighting, it's not just about someone achieving and being best in their field, you know, present company included, but it's also, you know, not just making a dollar, but making a difference. That's purpose, right? That I believe you learn to earn to return. You know, that's why we donate all the my proceeds to build schools for and build, you know, do Alzheimer's research because I feel like people could get their brain better and somebody else's brain will be better. They get their education and then a child gets their education. So motivation is a big part. And then the third area is methodology and it's full of methods. I'll give you three tips, right? And then the last one is a momentum. That's what this new book is all about, how to create massive momentum with your mind so that way you, you have the, the treasures in your life, not just financial. That's obviously the faster you can learn, the faster you can earn. Right, because knowledge today is not only power. Knowledge today is profit, right? But also the treasures of your relationship, your health, right? Your your personal fulfillment. So we talk about momentum, but it starts with a quote from a French philosopher. He says, "Life is the letter C between B and D." Think about that. B is birth. D is death. Life C, choice. That our lives, all of us, is the sum total of the choices we've made up to this point. Mm. Where are we going to live? Who are we going to spend time with? What are we going to study? Uh, what are we going to eat? What do we feed our minds? All that. And I believe these difficult times, they could distract you. These difficult times can diminish you. Or these difficult times, they could develop you. We, we decide with our choices. And so here are three choices people can make to be more, more limitless. All right? So let's take uh, your diet, for example. What you eat matters, especially for your gray matter, a whole area of science called neuronutrition. And in here, we talk about the best brain foods, and I show people in minutes how to memorize the foods, right? Because, um, like, for example, avocados are good for your brain. Blueberries are good for your brain. They're, I like to call them brain berries. Olive oil is great. If your diet allows, the eggs, the choline in eggs, is great for cognitive health. The fatty fishes like wild salmon and sardines, all these things. But if you did on the opposite side, a big processed meal, a lot of fried foods, high sugar foods, your brain is going to suffer. You know, so one of the things that I would recommend everybody do, one takeaway is ask yourself, is this good for my brain or is this bad for my brain? You know, because your brain, I want to remind everybody that you are the pilot of your brain. You're not the passenger. Right. Right. And so ask yourself, is this good for my brain? Is this bad? If what I'm consuming, what I'm eating, what I'm watching, who I'm spending time with, is that good or bad? Yeah. The second thing I'll say in terms of things that people could take away very easy is create a positive peer group. That's why I think LEAP is so important for people right. to come together right. Right. because you are the sum, you know, the average of the people you spend the most time with, right? Totally. And if you spend time with nine broke people, be careful because you're going to be number 10, you're right. right? Because here's why though, from a science perspective, we have something in our nervous system called mirror neurons and we're constantly imitating the people around us unconsciously. And I always tell people to watch, W-A-T-C-H. These are the things we imitate. 
W is words. We tend to use the same language of the people around us, right? We use the same slang right. and verbiage. The A are our actions. We tend to have the same behaviors of the people around us also as well. Um, in fact, if somebody smokes has less to do with their biological networks and social networks, I mean, sorry, their neurological networks and more their social networks, right? If, you're, if you're, your friends smoke, you're more likely to smoke. Um, the T and watch are your thoughts. We tend to have the same thoughts as the people around us. The C is our character. We tend to maintain the same integrity of those people around us. And then the H are habits. Mm. I believe first you create your habits, then your habits create you. Right? You create your habits of meditation and eating right, right and studying and sleeping, and those habits create you back. So I feel like, number one, you know, watch what you're eating. Number two, watch what you're spending time with. And number three, I'll give you a, a fun one. Um, watch your attention. Like, like watch this. If people are watching this on video, some people I know are going to watch it on YouTube, maybe. Uh, shake out your hand. Just so you can do this, too. Shake out your hand. Everyone do this. Everyone in the room do this, too. Look at me. Make a fist. Put it to your chin. Now, where's, where's your chin? <laughs> yeah, it's right here, right? So most people go to their cheek, because on video I'm going to my cheek. But the art of memory is the art of attention. A lot of people aren't forgetting a name. They're just not hearing the name. You know, I remember years ago, I was at a charity event, and there's 2,000 people. And mm -hmm. I go to my assigned table, and I sit down. I'm the first one there. And then afterwards, uh, Forrest Whitaker sits right next to me. And then Richard Branson sits next to him. And then Ashton Kutcher sits there. Ashton Kutcher's twin brother sits. And then President Clinton sits right next to me, right? And now I had met him a few years before very briefly. But when he sat down, he addressed me by name. And I was like, wow, that's impressive, right, for anybody. And then I was like, OK. People told him who was sitting at his table. And then I swear, he picks up, to the, com he picks up the conversation we had three years earlier. And nobody knew that. Right, and when he's and I was like, "Look, I'm the memory coach. I need to know how you're doing this." Right, and he tells me a story about his grandfather in Arkansas in the living room telling uh, the kids stories. But afterwards, he would do something different. He would quiz each one to see if they were paying attention. And when he's explaining this to me, have you ever? It was I had this uneasy feel. Like, have you ever been with somebody and you feel like you're the only one? in the room, even if there's like yeah. 100 other people. You know people. who's the best at that, uh, honestly? Yeah. Garth Brooks. Really? Uh, when you're speaking to Garth, you literally feel like there's nobody else there. And yeah. I've even been s speaking with him, and his security will come up, and he's like, don't you see I'm talking to the doctor? Right. And like, like he it's literally fixates on you yeah. so intensely, you just feel like it's just you and Garth talking. It's, See, it's a I, great gift. I, and I think this is a leadership quality that anyone could develop because, you know, politics aside, you know, people would see Clinton as a communicator, high charisma, a wonderful connector, right? And he's got an incredible memory and he's got this powerful presence. And I believe that his incredible memory and his powerful presence comes from being powerfully present. Well, I'm going to tell you another trick. Because I knew another man just like that, Dr. Dagoni, the dean of my dental school, mm. was amazing like that. Like, he, he would walk into a room with four or 500 dentists at, at like a fundraising event for the school, and he'd walk up, he'd say, hey, Bill, how's Charlie, how's Georgie, how's Anna? Wow. You know, and I would be like, and I finally had a lunch with him, and I'm like, Dr. Dagoni, how do you do that? He goes, it's really easy. 
when I go home from events, I make notes. Mm -hmm. Because a big part of what he did was fundraising for the school. And people want to give you money when right. you know them and like them. And, and I go home and I make cards on everybody. Wow. And I put in all the information that I think is relevant or could be. And then when I'm going to an event, I get a guest list and I see exactly who's coming and then I study those cards. Right. And so I started doing that, you know, cause like in YPO, I know all the YPO members. I don't always know their partners or spouses yet. I've seen them for the right, last several right. years. So what I'll do is, is whenever we have an event, I look and see what the guest list is and I make sure I kind of refresh my memory on all the spouses. So I could walk up and say, Hey, Jerry and Janine, you know, oh my goodness. um, so I'm not as gifted as Clinton or right, maybe right. you, but there are no, workarounds. No, yeah. And it's good. I mean, it takes effort, but it doesn't take as much, but the idea here with these individuals, they're really listening. Right. And so, and who could do that? All of us could do that. Even if people write down the word, listen, in an, you know, or imagine the word listen or put it in their phone. If you scramble the letters, like a little brain exercise, it spells another word perfectly. It spells the word silent. And a lot of people aren't silent when they're meeting people for the first time because they're thinking about what they're going to say and how they're going to respond. But I, I think it's a leadership skill because you're absolutely fundraising or anything. If you want to be able to communicate and have influence with somebody, with this old phrase, people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. Right. 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 My Angelo said, people will forget what you say, they'll forget what you did, but they'll always remember how, how you made you them feel. feel right? right. And how are you going to show somebody you're going to care for their future, you know, their oral hygiene, their success, their family, whatever you have to offer them if you don't care enough just to remember something like their name. Right. right. We're going to switch gears yeah, and so do something that you don't do in most podcasts okay. or probably have never done in a podcast. One of the things that differentiates Meet the Mentor from other podcasts is not only does it give us an opportunity to learn about you and what you do, yeah. but a lot of students want to know, like, how do you make a business out of this? Okay, you yeah. Know? And I'm sure you never talk about no, this I in podcasts, don't. but, you know, you have a brand, yeah. you have a skill. Mm -hmm. How did you transition that into something you could actually monetize yeah. and build a business out of? You know, I, need, I think you need three things. If people imagine a Venn diagram with like three Ps, you need power. You need to be good at what you do. Then the second P that overlaps with it, you need passion. And then the third P is profit, right? And so many people have only one or two of those circles. So you could have be really good at something powerful and passionate about it, but you don't know how to make it profitable. Some people could be making something profitable and and potentially they're good at it, but they're not passionate about it, right? And some people could, the other opposite, they could be passionate, it could be profitable, but they're not good at what they do. So you need all three. You know, for me, I, met, I told you I learned these skills when I was 18 years old. Well, okay, so I don't share this. All right, so I was in college, uh, college freshman, and I wanted to help people, but I didn't know how. And so one night I see a classroom that wasn't being used on a Thursday, seven o'clock. And I was like, this is empty. Next sun, next Thursday, same time, I'm gonna put like five or 10 people in there for free and teach them. And maybe one or two of them wanna be tutored. This is the start of my, my journey. I, I, go, I go back to the dorm room yeah. and I take a piece of paper and I write with a marker, free speed reading, memory class, get better grades in less time, Thursday, seven o'clock in the room. And then 
I, next morning, I make some photocopies of them and put it on bulletin boards. Not a lot on campus. Right. Now, fast forward to the following Thursday, 7 o'clock, I'm just walking down the hall to this class, and I'm just thinking, oh, man, I just hope five people show up, right? And I turn the corner, and there's a crowd of people outside the door. And I swear, my first thought was, oh, shoot, I hope whatever's going on ends soon right, so right, I can right. do my thing, right? right? And I go there, I, and there's this tall kid there. I was like, I was like, couldn't get in. So I was like, what's going on inside? And he looks at me, and he's like, there's a speed reading class. And this is my reaction. I was like, wow, what a coincidence. What are the odds there's another speed reading class in the same room, the same night, the same No, place, come right? on. You had no, to no, know. No, 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 no. Because if you don't believe it, you can't see it. Right, you can only see what you believe is possible, and I didn't think in my wildest dreams those people were there for me. So I push my way in, and the place is packed. Every seat is taken in the classroom, and people are standing in the back. And lo and behold, nobody's teaching. Right, and it takes my slow brain all that time to realize like why they're there and who they're there for. Right, um, and so I'm freaking out because the other part of me having learning challenges was I never knew the answer, right? I couldn't read, I couldn't do all this stuff. My superpower growing up in school was being invisible. Cause, and I, and I, pho I was phobic of public speaking. Like I would do a book report, but if the teacher asked me to speak about it in front of the class, I would lie and say I didn't do it. And I would throw it out in the trash on the way out. That's how phobic I was. So coming back here, I'm 18 years old, I look really young, Right, I look like I'm 15. I'm wearing t-shirts and shorts. I have nothing planned to teach, and I'm phobic of public speaking. So my heart's beating out of my chest. My mouth is getting dry just thinking about it, and I leave because I can't even speak. Right, and I go to the, this water fountain because I can't even go back to my dorm room because my friends will make fun of me. Right, and I just kind of calm myself, and I, I, I start meditating. And I hear this voice inside my head, it's my mom's voice. And I won't tell you exactly what she said, but essentially it's like, because I did a head count, and instead of five or 10 people, there were 110 people. Okay. Okay. And so I, the voice is basically saying, my mom is saying, 100 people came out to learn what you promised them, you're disappointing them, and because of it, you're disappointing me, right? And I'm doing this walking meditation back to my dorm room, and I stop, and I take one step back to the classroom. And here's a lesson. One step in another direction completely changes your destination, right? We, we're, mm. Every day we have a chance because every day we have a choice, right? We can make a new choice about anything, right? And so I go back to the classroom, and long story short, I talk for a couple of hours, and at the end, I don't even remember what I said, but I remember saying, hey, I don't know how to help everybody, but I just need 10 hours to teach you what I know to help you read faster, improve your memory, study better. Um, I get $30 an hour. If you're interested, I'll be in the student center tomorrow at uh, 12 o'clock you know, to answer your questions. And I swear 100 people just get up and they leave. Nobody talks, not one person talks to me. And I'm so exhausted. Have you ever do something you're, you're fearful of and you just like yeah, spend? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I end up falling asleep on the carpet and I get woken up by the class coming in the next morning. And I, I freak out, I rush home, shower, go to breakfast, go to class. 12 o'clock comes, I promise to be in the student center. I run to the student center and I'm late and I just hope one person believed in me. And when I get to the student center, that same group of people is waiting for me. And at the end of two hours, 71 kids out of 100 signed up for a course that didn't even exist yet. At That's great. $300 a person, because I didn't even do the math. 10 hours, $30 an hour. I didn't realize kids could go to the ATM machine and take out $300 cash, because I, I never saw $300 cash, because I, I grew up, you know, immigrant parents and, right. and all that stuff. 
And so now I'm not even 19 years old and I have $21,000 cash in my book bag. And my original mentor you know, repeated this quote to me saying, uh, Mark Twain quote, don't let school get in the way of your education. And I think about, okay, I'm gonna use this money to feed my education and I go learn from the world's best. I travel the world learning and advancing my skill set in memory, speed reading, you know, brain optimization. And uh, yeah, and then out of that 71. That's a great story. Thank you. I, I, never, I don't share it on podcasts, but I, you know, that mentor made the big difference. But out of that 71 students, one of them was this young lady who read 30 books in 30 days. And when she saved her mom's life, she also saved my life because I found purpose and I've been doing it ever since. That's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. Oh, man. Thank you for making me think about that. I Thanks for sharing that. I haven't thought about so that. So if students um, want to get your book, it's available, yeah. I'm sure, on Amazon. This is, yeah. yeah. I would recommend students go to limitlessbook.com. Really easy to remember, limitlessbook.com. And you could get there, and also you'll get free brain training from me as my gift. You'll get a course on how to speed read, memory, everything. So when the book arrives, you already have the tactics to read this book. That's and by awesome. the way, this book will help everyone read all their other textbooks and everything else because you're going to learn how to learn. And, uh, and also, the one other gift I wanted to give you and your team and everyone watching, I created a brain assessment that will change your life. It'll I did it. Game. Is yes? that the one I yes, did yes. today, the 20 questions? Yeah, it's just four, it takes four minutes to go through, yeah. and you get to determine your brain animal. Which animal did, what did yours come up with? I don't know. I did it, and, oh. and Sam Okay, so everybody go to mybrainanimal.com. It's, it's in my uh, it's just in how my there's case. Yeah, just how there's personalized uh, medicine based on your genetics and personalized nutrition based on your microbiome. This is personalized learning. So you take this quiz, and then I'll give you detailed strategies based on your brain type, certain animal, uh, to how to read faster, improve your memory, your focus, and everything else, and it's at mybrainanimal.com. If and, eagles are one of them, I would say. Yeah, that yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and, and here's the thing. Take a screenshot. Here's my challenge to everyone. You have to take a step, right? Whether it's Limitless Book or mybrainanimal.com, take, take a screenshot of where you're consuming this right now and tag Dr. Bill and tag myself, tag Leap so we get to see it, and share in your post one thing you're going to do for a better brain. What's one thing you're going to do for a better brain? I'll repost, because you'll tag us, some of my favorites, and I'll actually gift a few copies of the new book awesome. to your community. Thank you. Awesome. Dude. Jim, you're the best. Yeah, thanks so much. You. And Thank thanks you. for always coming to Leap. And go to our website, please, yes. www.leapfoundation.com. We will have four to 500 students at Leap this year. And pray for world peace. Over and out. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.